What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. I am coming to you this Friday as a married woman, honey. It feels so phenomenal, and I just want to take this time to thank every single person who called into my wedding, who stayed there for the entire four hours, who watched me cut my cake, who watched play games with us, who danced with us. My cousins in Florida showed out. My cousins in Florida, let me tell you, my cousin Ashley baked a cake identical to my cake so that I could on the camera pass them a piece of cake and my cousin Kiara can take the cake and eat the same cake to really it was such a beautiful execution of sharing an experience from miles away it like my family showed out my Theo wore a suit my titi got dressed up in a beautiful outfit all my cousins Sasha Frankie Ashley Kiki I love you guys like y'all showed out they decorated their house they had the same food that I had like it was to the point where I was overwhelmed and all my friends from work, my, my, my family at, at, at work. I love you guys. Um, so thank you. You guys made my day, um, you know, along with my family and, and it was truly c- considering the circumstances, my day was perfect. And, um, and I couldn't be happier. I'm a married woman now. And I've been doing a lot of thinking. And in that thinking, I, you know, I realized that, you know, I I had thought about what I wanted to do with the show. If I wanted to do the show, just continuous episodes, or if I wanted to do seasons. And I think I am going to do seasons. And with that being said, I think that this is going to be the final, the final episode of season one. I want to take time out for myself to enjoy my husband because, of course, we can't go on our honeymoon. But I want to take time to, you know, for myself and to enjoy being a married woman. I need to really clean my house after the wedding because my wedding was in my backyard. And I want to, you know, just fine tune the show. I've learned a lot by, you know, doing season one. And um, I love doing the show. Like, I love doing this. Like, it's so much fun for me. And I love all of you who listen to me and bullshit with me every week and I just want to take time to just make it better for you guys and I want to come out with planned content that makes sense you know and I just you know there's a lot of fine-tuning that I have to do on my end because again I've never done a show I've never done this before so um, I just want to make it the best that I can for you guys so that's what I'm that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it okay so um, I, I, I couldn't think of a better way to end off season one with a particular issue that I've been having for a while. And, um, I've been dealing with this situation for some time now and it's, it's come to the point where it's like redundant at this point, but it's made me realize such an important idea that I haven't really had to deal with in a long time because I had already done it so many years ago. Let me explain. Today we're going to talk about how to get rid of toxic people. I believe that this is a step that everyone has to take in their life. And the last time I had done this was when I was 21. So I haven't had to do this in a long time. And, you know, 
I've come, I've come to the point in my life where I have to do it again. And, um, and I, and I, and I want to tell you guys the situation and what's been going on and how I plan on, you know, going through with this, you know, um, cutting off toxic people usually means that you love them, you know, um, having to get rid of them. These are not people that are easily expendable. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and with the cutoff is going to come a lot of consequences and, you know, crazy results, you, you know, for the, for the future and whatever that may hold. So let me tell, let me spill the tea on the issue, then I'll tell you how I'm I'm going about it. So just so no one comes from my neck, uh, I'm going to name this person Pam. I'm looking at my Pam butter. So I'm going to name this person Pam. So Pam, I've known Pam for a while. Pam and I have had a very strange relationship over the past years. And, um, you know, this person, you know, they, they, they really showed their true colors when it came time for my wedding. And I've, you know, I think I've talked about this person before, but we're just going to name them Pam. So I've talked about my wedding, which I'm so happy that I'm married now. So I can finally stop talking about my wedding. I cannot tell you how many times my wedding has changed. And it's to the point where like, it was exhausting for me. If y'all felt exhausted hearing about it, I was exhausted talking about it. So in talking about my wedding, you know, so many things were changing. I was going to do a boat, Central Park, a restaurant, my backyard. I mean, it was going to be to the point where it was ridiculous. And with and, and, and with all those changes. In the beginning of the year, obviously, or before COVID and everything like that, I decided to do an elopement. Right. And I think I talked about this in episode three. I decided to do an elopement and I, I decided to, to cancel, you know, per se, the, the, the wedding. And I brought, you know, brought the guest list down to 10, 11 people. And um, that was it. That was it. So I told all my family and friends, you know, that I that that that's what I was doing. And Pam gave me an issue. And Pam decided to take that as an opportunity to cross a certain boundary that I really have a problem with. And that boundary is that this person decided, now listen, I'm the kind of person you could fuck with me all you want to. That stuff doesn't bother me. You want to mess with me? You want to, you don't want to, you know, if you don't like me, join the Facebook group that of people that, that don't fucking like me. You got beef, get in line. I'm that kind of person. I don't care if you have an issue with me because I'm going to tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone just point blank, if you got a problem with me, cool, fine. I don't give a fuck. But when you decide to then trickle that down to my husband, now I have a problem. Now I have a, that's, that's the boundary that you're not going to cross. See, cause I could deal with you doesn't matter if he can deal with you or not. That's not the point. The point is that you cross the line and now you're fucking with mine. You understand? So that that's the boundary that Pam decided to cross, which is where my issue really, really, 
amplified. Okay. So I decided to tell uh, Pam that I was canceling the wedding. Pam gave me a problem and you know, uh, we hadn't talked in, in however long now, um, my, uh, my, my mother-in-law is friends with Pam. And so Pam and my mother-in-law one day were in conversation and, you know, it was brought to my attention that this person wanted to apologize. I said, okay, I reciprocated and I said, I appreciate your apology. Thank you. But there has to be a larger conversation in person that has to happen if anyone's going to move forward. That's what I said. I I accept your apology. You're forgiven, but we're not okay. Cool. Pam says the name that 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 they never got the message right. So and now in Pam's mind, they're thinking that we're cool, which doesn't make any sense because if you never got my message, how could your apology fix anything? Again, delusion. Cool. A couple weeks ago, before the wedding, my mother-in-law is sitting here and telling me that she got into an argument with Pam. Right? Because my wedding was a Zoom wedding. So again, change, the wedding changed again. So in the middle of May, I said, okay, Zoom wedding. Boom. That's it. Ten people in my home um, and everyone else on Zoom. Cool. Great. And so my mother-in-law said, you know, I sent the link out to Pam, uh, which I was cool with. Obviously my, my mother-in-law asked me and, and my, and, and Victor for, for, for permission. And we said yes, because we're nice people, you know? So then my mother-in-law sitting here telling me she got into an argument with Pam talking about how Pam was like, why am I not invited? When did it turn into four hours? You see? another issue. So I said, I stood right. I stood, I'm, I'm sitting in my kitchen right now. I stood in my kitchen and, and my mother-in-law was sitting where I'm sitting right now in my kitchen. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Now, two times in the, in the past couple months, you've given me a problem. Now we tried to ramificate the issue, right? But you so-called never received my reply. But then, even if you did receive my reply, you're going to go and sit there and continue to make a fucking problem. That's my, that's another issue that I have. If someone, if someone cheats on you and then they say sorry, and then they do it again, the sorry at that point turns into shit. It's the same concept. If someone is going to continue to do shit that pisses you off, and then they apologize because they know that or, or, or they think that you want to hear the apology because you didn't like what they did. Doesn't mean that they know that what they did was wrong, number one. Number two, if they go and continue to do it, what the fuck was the apology for? So then you have to sit there and think about, okay, am I going to really deal with this shit over and over and over again? That's the decision that you have to make because I have come to this conclusion and that is this. Every toxic person that you have ever cut off in your life is someone that you probably loved. 
someone that you probably thought that was going to be in your life forever, <clears throat> a friend, you know, uh, uh, you know, an uncle, a mother, it could, it could range from all these different people that you have a problem with. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I've, I've, I've come to, I've come to this realization And it and it seems to be a a a it seems to be a continued idea throughout my show, and it is this. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them and their inner self. And it all depends on how you react. That's with everything. That's with being unbothered. That's with, you know, it not being about them, uh, about you being a bitch, about, um, um, you know, a, a multitude of things. It has nothing, or, or them being intimidated, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. And as we grow... And, and, and as, as we grow into the people that we need to be, you start to see that we don't have room in here for people who bring us pain. There's no room for that. And. When you give these people, I believe in second chances, don't get me wrong. I believe everyone has room for redemption. I've needed a second chance. But that's it. Second chance. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight. Now, it, when, once I give you your third or fourth, fifth chance, I look stupid. Because you continue to do it over and over and over again and it it's tiring do you know what I mean like and this is I think one of the saddest parts about having to do this is that these people are not bad people these people actually love us and that's why they act the way that they act these people have huge huge hearts and they have the most loving of intention however and I think this is the most important thing right although your intention is with love these people their needs and the way that they exist in my world does not work for me because the way that they behave causes me to compromise my character. These people are not bad people. They're just bad for me. 
Pam is not a bad person. Pam is a person that will give you the shirt off their back. Pam is the person that will feed you if you're hungry and they won't eat. Pam's not a bad person. Pam is just bad for me and my life. I cannot destroy my peace for the sake of somebody else. And toxic people, toxic people don't know that they are toxic. At the at that moment, they don't know of the toxicity of their behavior and how that implicates your relationship with them. They don't know. You think I knew when I was 14, 15 years old that I was a toxic person and I got cut off by mad people. I didn't know at the time. Now I know. It's a learning process for everybody. And the point is this. You need to let them go. Now, how do we do that? That's, that is, that's, that, that's the final stamp on it, right? Letting these people go. It is hard. It is hard. But in my particular situation, here's why it's hard. That this, this person, Pam, Pam is not my family. Pam is from my husband's side. So if, if I cut off Pam, it don't affect me. It affects me because it affects my husband and his his world. Even though I am a part of that, my husband had a world before me. That's the world it affects. Those are the people it it's going to affect all because of 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 me cutting off Pam. And there have been times when I was 21 I cut off someone who was so important to me that it broke my heart. That affected me for years. And it took me such a long time to try to think about why, why. And as women, when a woman is fed up, we can cut you off with the swiftness. It's done. That's it. When women are done, believe them. Because we're fucking done, bro. Whether it's you cutting off a woman, a man, doesn't matter. When women are done, we're done. In relationships, friendships, you know, in, in, in everything. So when I was 21 and I had to do that to someone that I really, really loved and I cared about, that shit broke my heart. I'm not going to lie to you. It really did. You know, it was a, it was a very good friend, you know, close to like 10 years, and it broke my heart. But I had to do it. I had to do it and I had to deal with the pain and I had to deal with the situation. The action of cutting someone off, ghosting them, whatever, you can tell them that I don't, you could do it two ways. You could tell them I never want you in my life again or you could ghost them. You could be like, that's it, we're done and then bang, that's it. You go ghost, like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's there are multiple ways of 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 doing it. 
you know, but I think letting the person know, listen, you hurt me to the point where I can't do this anymore. Don't matter if you're romantically involved or not, you cannot do this relationship anymore. You know, I wish you all the best in the world and you say your final goodbye. And you coming to terms, coming to terms with the decision that you have to cut them off is the hardest part. The action of cutting someone off, it's hard, but it's not as hard as you realizing that you have to cut them off. In order to cut someone off, once you come to the realization, because the first step in fixing a problem is recognizing that there is one. The action of cutting someone off is literally take it's it's and this is going to be super dramatic. So, okay. You need to summon all the strength that you have in your body to execute this final step because it is hard. Everything you have, you're going to probably go through anxiety. You're probably going to go through some inner monologue. You might go through some, you know, states of depression. You might get angry. You might whatever, but you need to deal with these emotions and coming to terms with this decision. And then when you finally do, you take the final act. And like I said, that could be letting them know. It could be ghosting them. It could be, it could be flipping out on them. And then that's it. It's done. Like getting everything off your chest. But at the end of the day, whenever you hang up the phone or whenever you walk away, that's it. You're done. You cannot compromise your peace for the sake of somebody else who does not care about your peace. Please remember that. With all these things happening and, and and everything in the state of the world, you need to think about yourself and you need to focus on yourself and your well-being. And some people are just not right for that. Do you feel me? So I really hope that you guys take the time to acknowledge the things in your life that don't work. And I really pray and I hope that you fix them. Because that's what I'm doing. Because I cannot... I cannot live my life and start my family with toxicity in my world. Can't happen. And I won't let it happen. And I hope that you guys do the same. Thank you guys so, so much for listening to me today. Thank you for riding with with Latinelli for the first season. Um, I know it's abrupt, but I'm taking the time to focus on you know, reinventing the brand, making it stronger, coming out with new content for you guys. That's super, super strong, you know, getting myself on more platforms so that you guys can listen to me everywhere. Cause I know y'all love me, <laughs> but, um, I really appreciate you guys so much and all the love you've shown me for season one. Um, you know, you guys are my heart, you know, email me at latinillipodcast at gmail.com. Any new topics, anything you want me to talk about, anything you want to shoot the shit with me about, follow me on Instagram. We'll be recapping all the season, um, all the episodes through this season, Podcast on Instagram. I adore you guys so, so, so much. I am Kaya Rose Burgos. This is Latinali, and I am signing off. Bye. <laughs>